that same expression when it comes to faith. It's almost like suppress and hold down your faith solidly so it doesn't get away from you. We've all faced a challenging season at one point or another. Today, be equipped with an encouraging word full of memorable experiences from people in the Bible who walked in faith and changed their generation. Join the Word Mission Church family and Pastor Paul as we look at Faith in Trying Times. Hebrews 10.23. Yeah, this morning we are talking about faith in trying times. Faith is one of my favorite subjects in the Bible. And I get to, when I get to talking about faith, it's like <laughs> I'm gone. Thank you, Lord Jesus, because I know what he has done for me and I know what he will do for you. Hebrews 10, 23. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I pray that this morning, by the entrance of the word of God, may your life be transformed in Jesus' name. If you believe that, amen. He says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope. The King James put it, the confession of our faith without wavering, for he is he who promised is faithful. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. Then he goes on to say in verse 33, verse 32, he says, But recall the former days in which after you were illuminated, you endured a great struggle with sufferings. Partly while you were made a spectacle both by reproaches and tribulations and partly while you became companions of those who were so treated. For you had compassion on me in my chains and joyfully accepted the plundering of your good, knowing that you have a better and enduring possession for your soul in heaven. 35. Therefore cast not away your confidence which has great reward for you have need of endurance so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. 37. For yet a little while and he who is coming will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. And if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who draw back to perdition, but of those who believe to the saving of the soul. Amen. Now, this is, there's a lot packed in here. Let's give you a background about the Hebrew Christians. Paul wrote to, to this, we believe Paul wrote, wrote this, wrote this to, to these Christians. And they were, they were under great suffering and great persecution. And because of what they were going through, they were tempted, some of them, to go back to, and, 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 and go back and turn back to the world and go back to their, their former lifestyle. And so he's writing to them and saying, verse 23, let us hold fast the confession of our faith or hope without wavering. Now, the word hold fast there is very important. You see, he, he, he's saying that hold fast to your confession of faith. In these days and times, we need our faith a lot. And he says that hold fast, the word hold fast that he has there is a similar expression that is used in Romans chapter 1, verse 18, where he says, notice this, he says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. Notice this, who hold fast or who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. So the idea here is some people like to hold fast and suppress the truth. 
so that it will not get out to others. He uses the same expression when it comes to faith. It's almost like suppress and hold down your faith solidly so it doesn't get away from you. Because if it does, it, that's not a good thing. So he says, hold fast the confession of your faith. Hold fast. Don't let your faith get away from you in this season. Don't let your faith get away from you in these trying times. Don't let your faith get away from you. Hold fast to your faith. Then he goes on to talk about that word that is significant, the confession. The confession of our faith without wavering. You see, faith must be in your heart and it must also be, be confessed. So, so, so when he, what he's talking about is, you see, some, you see it, it's also talk, it, it almost talking about getting in divine alignment with the word of God. When you take the word of God, when you take God's word, don't disagree with God. Imbibe that word, get it on your inside and agree with what God is saying concerning any area of your life. And when you do, the confession of your mouth will carry power. It will be a confession of power. And he says, of your faith without wavering, don't waver in your, in your confession. The idea that, that word used for wavering is almost like a pallet, and he has, he, has, he has something else to it. It's almost like a bed. So he's saying in the Greek literally, what he's saying is, don't, don't, don't let your faith go to sleep. Don't, don't get to the place where you, are, you, 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 you go to sleep. You see, sometimes people, when you, when some people start out with a Christian read, they are on fire for God. They are serious about the things of God. They are praying. They are studying God's word. And they are evangelizing, soul winning, winning others to the Lord. And at some point, you see, when they be, when, when, sometimes maybe they stood for a long time and certain things that they are believing for haven't come to pass, they almost become cynical. And, 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 and go to bed. He's saying, don't, don't let that happen to you. Hold fast to your confession. Without wavering, without going to bed. Then he goes on to say, why is, that? Why is he saying that? For he's saying, for he who promised is faithful. Oh, my Lord and my God. We are not talking about man here. We are talking about Almighty God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, the creator of the earth, the one, the God of miracles, the God that can do the impossible, the God that when he looks impossible, he's able to do the impossible. He's saying that in trying times, in times of difficulties, in times when you are tempted to give up your faith and to stop and, and because of circum the circumstances of life don't ever do it because he who promised is faithful let's all say this morning God shout it one more time like you believe it God shout it one more time God is faithful God is faithful Thank you, Lord Jesus. My Lord and my God. He's faithful. And you see, sometimes when, when, when you are standing for God, when you, 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 you start believing, you start and you believe God for something, the circumstances of life sometimes can come against you. God is faithful. Let's all say it one more time. God 
is faithful. Shout it one more time. God is faithful. Shout it one more time. God is faithful. Don't let weariness or anything take your faith away from you. Don't let your friends, don't let your family take it away from you. Don't let the devil take it away from you. Stand for God. And sometimes your friends and family may talk you out of it. When you start believing God for something, you believe God for something, your health, your marriage, any area of your life. And because they know you, they are close to you. They'll try to remind you. Remember the time that you tried and you failed. The devil will try to remind you. And when you go past him, yeah, I mean, some others may try to remind you. But he says, hold fast. 24. And he says, let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. Consider. That word there, consider, means almost do a study of the people that are standing in faith. Do a study of the people around you. Sometimes people need to be encouraged. Encourage them. And provoke, notice this, he says, in order to stir up, one, up love and good works. Another, the King James says, provoke. The idea there is when it provokes, he says, if someone, someone poked you with a sharp, sharp object, you, 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 there will be a reaction. <laughs> so, so, so he uses that word, provoke, it, it's stir up one another. Unto good works. If you see someone is, is, is losing their faith, if you see someone is discouraged, give them a poke, give them, stir them up and say, Oh, remember the God who is faithful. I know you may be going through a difficult time right now, but remember when God delivered you before. Remember his goodness. Remember, provoke one another to good works and love. This is not a time to give up. This is not a time to throw in the towel. This is not a time to complain against God. This is the time to make a stand for God. Instead of, I mean, someone, make a stand for God. And I can promise you by the word of the living God that God will come through. Provoke one another. Don't let anyone be, be, f fall off. Then he goes on to say, when he says, verse, verse 32, he says, but recall. The former days in which after you were illuminated, notice, you endured a great struggle with sufferings or affliction. Remember the former days. You see, when you set out to believe God, one of the things that, 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 can, that can happen is, 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 is not everything happens instantly. Sometimes healings happen instantly. Miracles happen instantly. But some of the things that we believe God for, they may not happen instantly. And that is where there is a test of our faith. So notice he says, recall the former days in which after you were illuminated. You've been listening to the radio ministry of Word Mission Church International. Let us hear from you. Text or call us at 719-235-5535. Join Word Mission Church International in person or live on Facebook and YouTube for powerful sessions of prayer, Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Get answers to some frequently asked questions. What does it mean to work out your faith with fear and trembling? If Jesus died for our sins, why do Christians sin? Should Christians celebrate Halloween? 
What is Jesus doing for us now? Text us your questions too at 719-235-5535. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org to learn more. Now let's get back to the message, Faith in Trying Times. You endured a great struggle. That word eliminated. You see, when you get a revelation from God concerning anything, remember those days when you got a revelation on healing, when you got a revelation on prosperity, the blessing of God, when you got a revelation on being dedicated to God, reaching out to others and, 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 and testifying. Remember when you got a revelation on God's protection, when you got a revelation on angels, how they protect us. It says that you endured a great struggle. You see, you see and, and he goes on to say, look, this, this will mean, mean much to us. He says, with, with, with sufferings, and partly you were made a spectacle, both by reproaches and tribulations, and partly while you became companions of those who were so treated. The King James says, you were made a gazing stock. You see, the idea there is, you, you see, you... you, you the idea here is, when, when you say a gazing stock, it's almost like you are in a theater. And you are on a stage. And everyone's eyes were on you. You, you see, you remain, it's almost like you remain a private citizen. So you got a revelation from God concerning any area of your life. As soon as you got that revelation, the enemy came after you. As soon as you got a revelation, you are now left being, you, you, not, you, you are no longer a private citizen. Now you are a public citizen and you are on a public display. Let's see if he's going to trip. Let's see if he's going to make a mistake. Let's see if he's, he's, he, he, as soon as you are illuminated and you made that confession that, look, God will do this for me. I believe God. Then all of a sudden. Between the time you made your confession and you said you are a bold confession and you are going to stand on God's word, ah, it seems all of hell comes against you. It seems everything comes, I mean, you have become a public display and you are just looking to say, is it going to miss at one, at two, or at three? And, and, you, and, and you see, it's so important in those day, in those times. It says you were made a spectacle, both by reproaches and tribulations. The reproaches, uh, uh, sometimes it's an, emo, a, an emotional heaviness that he goes through, and tribulations talks about pr the pressures of life. Maybe you're under heavy burden right now. Maybe you are being mocked for your faith because of your stand for God. Maybe you are going through a test, a trial of your faith because you have decided that look, in the mighty name of Jesus, no matter what I'm going through, I am making a stand for God. Concerning any area of my life, concerning my health, concerning my finances, concerning my children, concerning my business, I am making a stand for God that I will cooperate with God. And all of a sudden, the pressure is on. <laughs> Let's see if you will make it. Let's see if you will be able to stand and go the full distance. You are made a spectacle. 
but by reproaches and tribulations and partly while you became companions of those who were so treated. Then he goes on to say in verse 35, he says, therefore, do not cast away your confidence which has great reward, great reward or great recompense of reward. Don't cast away your confidence. This is not the time to cast away your confidence. That word confidence, that, that word cast, 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 cast away, that is used there is the same word that was used to talk about blind Bartimaeus when he encountered Jesus. And, and, and you see, again, again you, see, you see, like Jesus, when he was on the cross, he was made a spectacle. People were mocking him. What's going on here? He says that do not cast away your confidence. You see, sometimes the, the, the trouble is we start making a confession without being in divine alignment. We start making a confession without building the word of God on the inside of us. Is it just because you have read something doesn't mean that it's become revelation to you? Sometimes people might hear my testimony or hear the, the testimony of somebody else and say, and they say, I'm going to try or do the same thing. But have you taken the time to build the word of God into you? To meditate on that word you, 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 and say, Lord, I agree with you and not the testimony of the world. I agree with what your word says and not what my friends or what somebody else tells me. So he's saying, do not cast away your confidence. In Mark chapter 10, verse 48, Mark chapter 10, from verse 46, it says, Now they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, a great multitude, blind Matthias, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man saying to him, be of good cheer, rise, he's calling you. And throwing aside and casting away his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? It's a question that he is asking you this morning. The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. He cast away his garment, but not his faith. By casting away his garment, he was saying that I'm no longer going to be identified with the blind. Today is the day of my miracle. Today is the day if Jesus is passing by this way, I am receiving my miracle. I am not letting him pass me by. Everybody told him to be quiet. He said, look, do you know how, are you blind like me? I mean, you can imagine like, like the conversation he's having with himself. You are telling me to be quiet, but are you blind like I am? You can see, I cannot see. I'm going to believe God. I'm going to go to Jesus, make a decision. No matter the difficulty, no matter the test, no matter the trial, I'm going to go to Jesus. I'm not going to let anybody shut me down. And it's interesting, when he got into the presence of Jesus, he was still blind. You can be in the presence of Jesus, that happens a lot. If Jesus, you are in the presence of Jesus, but you are still 
with your situation and your circumstances. Because it takes faith to draw on that virtue. Somebody said, oh, if, Jesus, if I was in the presence of Jesus, I'll be healed. No, no, no. He'll ask you the same question that you asked him. What do you want me to do for you? It's an interesting question, isn't it? Can't you see I'm blind? It's very obvious to see I'm blind. But what do you want? Be specific about what you want. Tell me what you want. He said, Lord Jesus, I want to see. He said to him, let it be to you according to your faith. You did not cast away your faith. When everybody was saying be quiet, you did not cast away your faith. In the mighty name of Jesus, this morning, as you hold on to your, the promises of God, as you believe the promises of God, may you receive answer, an answer from God in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe that, say amen. amen. Do not cast away your confidence which has great recompense of reward or which has great reward. That recompense means it's, it's like a payment. It's like a reward and money that is due you. If you refuse to give up in trying times, especially the time, time has a way of trying us. If you refuse to give up, there is a recompense. There is a reward coming in your direction. If you refuse to give up. This morning I've come to announce to you by the word of the living God. Jesus is saying to you, don't cast away your confidence. Don't give up your hope. Don't give up your confidence in God. In these days and times, hold on to God. And as you do, your faith will be rewarded sooner or later you have a smile in your uh, on your face because of the miracle if you believe that say amen. amen thank you lord jesus then he says notice this verse 36 hebrews 10 36 he says you have need of endurance so that after you have done the will of god you may receive the promise you have need of endurance. You have need of endurance. That word endurance is patience. Stay in power. That, that word was so powerful that the, 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 the fathers of the faith in those days called it the mother of all, the queen of all virtues. If you will endure and not give up, he says, after you have done the will of God. You see, there are, there are, there are things that will test our faith. Afflictions will test our faith. The test, the difficulties of life will test our faith. Time will test our faith. The enemy tries to test our faith. He says, if you do not cast away and you endure, after you have done the will of God, you will receive the promise. But the question is, what do I do after I have done the will of God, before the promise, before I see the manifestation of it in my life, what do I do? What, 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 what do I do? Now, that, that is, is, it, is it, sometimes. Word Mission Church International, diverse church family, located at 5050 Edison Avenue, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80915, right here in Colorado Springs. Make plans to join the WMCI family in person, Sunday at 10 a.m., Saturday at 6 p.m., and Wednesday prayer and teaching at 6 p.m. To join us online for live streaming services, 
Find Word Mission Church International on Facebook or YouTube. Like us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube to be notified when we stream live on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. and Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org to download a free book, What Every Christian Needs to Know. Also, download free prayer cards to pray the scriptures over your children, marriage, and so much more. Your kids will love our kids' online church, where they can play Bible trivia games. Download Bible coloring pages and so much more. To partner with us to spread the gospel, please text GIVE to 719-235-5911. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org to learn more. Text or call 719-235-5535 with any questions.